Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with the bat blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some of the bat blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Updog fella, look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up. How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow, no playing, just go. Scotty Upshaw in the clear, and he scores! laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing Curfew. The lads. Fella. My man, what's up, fella? Oh, not much. I got the old kits I wear on today. Wanted to feel a little more sophisticated here, eh? Plus, I can't see. I, I can't. I really can't see up. It's like, my, like it's, so, it's so much better, man. I, I really, I'm old up. I can't see, dude. It's all right, Obes. I think, uh, you know, the best thing about kits I wear is that we're all going to need them at some point, right? And you're just ahead of the game, bud. You're making them look good. And by the way, looking across the screen from me right now, it's uh, that blue lens. I'm sure it's really, you know, playing a nice factor right now for you. It's popping off, buddy. I'm gonna have to start. I'm gonna have to start wearing these when I fucking jerk off, maybe, because <laughs> it's, really, it's, really, it's, really, it's really popping. That's hey, hey, hey now, now oh, they're not just blue light. Oh, they're they're eye protection now. It's eye protection. It's like those well, the, the things you've been talking about, the metaverse. It's like putting. On, it's like it's like the metaverse. Is like holy jumping, she's right there, bud. Yeah, let's ask Roger for a welding uh, welding shield for you when you get in that uh, when, when you're that in that state of mind, fella. Heads up, fella. Anyways, good to see you, buddy. Uh, let's get right into it here. Uh, I just want to say UFC 298. I will be going Saturday night with Billy Quinn. Uh, I cannot wait. Anytime there's fights at Honda Center, listen. I went last time. Loops took me. It was Cormier versus Miocic. Diaz fought. Um, I'm excited, up dog. Unbelievable card. Volkanovski versus Taporier. If I think that's how you say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tepo good luck. Taporier, who's an absolute killer. And then Whitaker versus Paulo Costa, who actually Costa fought last time I was there. He fought Romano. I'm fired up, up dog. Um, I love UFC fights when they're live. I, I wanted to get there this week, and, and, and I was going to try to shoot some content for DK and Mr. Curfew, but. I'm still kind of recovering from the fellow tour, so I'm not going to be able to do that. But I know you love that MSG. I'm going to miss you, but I'm just fired up to watch some fights live with my boy Billy. Billy loves it. Billy absolutely loves it. Yeah, you guys got a nice little uh, couple of weeks ahead of yourself. I think you're clipping this one and then maybe headed down south under the border bar Mexico to try to see another one. But you got a maybe for our listeners, you got a favorite or what? What do you got? What do you got? Who's yeah, this no, it's great. I listen, Volkanovski right now is I think at minus one twenty five. It's it's a great fight. This guy's undefeated. He's up and coming. 
Uh, Whitaker at minus 225 against Costa. That one to me, I love Whitaker, but that one to me seems like a, I, I don't know, a big line the other way. I think for a good value bet, Costa might be a good bet there. And then I think the lock of the night is that Ian Gary. Ian Gary's fighting Jeff Neal, who actually trains with Billy's uh, trainer at, for, at, at Fort, Fortis MMA in Dallas. So, sorry, BQ, but this Ian Gary up, you know this Irish guy. The only, the only bad thing about this guy is he took his wife's last name. His name is Ian Gary something else Ooh. now. Yeah, he took his wife's well, last for, name. Stand for by. Our boys out there who are, for our boys out there who know what Gary is, uh, I'm cheering for that guy. Eh? Like <laughs> hey, but by the way, is there any of these guys that are just like the gladiator, like make it to the fifth round? I like betting on these fights to go the distance. I think that that's always just like an exciting way to bet when you don't really know if the guys are like, is there knockout power in these guys? Yeah, up? there is. So, but listen, that's a great point by you. Here, hold on a sec. I got this going right here. Listen, Costa has big-time knockout power, but Robert Whitaker is a fucking, I mean, an absolute killer. He's been the middleweight champ. I could see that one going three rounds. Ian Machoda Gary. So, sorry, he took his wife's middle name. <laughs> Machoda. Ian Machoda Gary. Machoda. Listen, I'll be pulling this guy up. He's the whitest Irish guy you've ever seen, and his name is Ian Machado Gary. Um, up dog, I think that could be a knockout. He's minus 245. Um... There's, it's just a great card, man. It's just an absolutely great card, and, and I do think I do think that the featherweight belt could go five. I, I think if if is going to win, he's going to have to knock out Volkanovski. And the only thing I'm worried about Volk is he just got knocked out by Islam. He's coming back off a knockout. He's 35 years old. You know what I mean? Ups like as great as he is, this kid's hungry. And I wanted to tell I wanted to touch on this. This kid Tapurier. He's been wearing the U he's been wearing the UFC belt around everywhere. Like in, in the photos and shit. He's already wearing it. Vol Volkanovski saw him. He's like, what are you doing, man? He's like, I don't care. And they're like, uh, usually people don't touch that. He's like, I don't care. I'm not most people. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, you know, it's it's like carrying the cup around. I mean, I think you gotta enjoy it. But at some point you gotta lay it down and go, it's it, it's there to get earned again. Yeah. You know, it's it's not mine. Now she's up for grabs. I'm only one punch away from losing this damn thing. So I'm like you caught it's uh, it's like all young guys now, eh? Ups, they're all cocky fuckers, aren't they? Like they're all know, so cocky. They're all well, so by the way, enjoy that. This is in your backyard, yeah. Like, Honda Center. You should yeah. enjoy that. Take the sprint daddy up there, the fellow tour uh, sprint daddy. You're just gonna be having a time. Dude, Loomis Loomis texted me. Shout out to Chris Loomis, who's a beauty at the docks. He's doing great things with the alumni and great things with the impact club. I missed his text on the fellow tour, I think, or I was getting drunk with you somewhere. Remember when you remember when you went on your rant about Honda Center parking? <laughs> Sure did. He yeah, texted me. And, and for damn right, so I had to. He texted me. He's like, hey, next time Uppy wants to go to a game, just make sure he texts me and I'll take care of him. We can park underneath. I text back, fuck Uppy. He never played for the Ducks. He can walk in. <laughs> I go, make him park in Carl's Jr. parking lot. He can walk in from there. But so It would have been it would have been closer probably Carl's Jr. parking lot to where I had to park. Bro. So listen, you got your you got your own platform, and what it's got you is underground parking at Ducks games. So you're taking care of, fella. That's what Thanks, I want to Thanks, Lumi. Appreciate it, fella. Uh, moving on to some golf here. The Genesis Invitational Tigers tourney. He's back. He's wearing the Sunday red. Um, he's looking as jacked as he ever. I took Rory McIlroy on DraftKings Baby at plus 800 to win. I also took Justin Thomas at plus 1,600. He got a hole-in-one yesterday, Updog, on the Pro-Am. 
Uh, with the guy from Discovery, Jesse, what's his name? The guy that does the rapping. Yeah, the- Kelly James. Kelly, Kelly James. He's an unreal dude. Unreal dude. So what did he say? What did Kelly say? So Kelly's this is an incredible stat. Yeah. So Kelly James, who is like a, a rap, a, a singer that raps on the first tee box. If like guys come up, you be like, hey, Upshaw, played in the NHL, couldn't make a pass. Now you got kids. Or like he just like he, he's unbelievably <laughs> sick like that, right? Yeah. He is. Listen, he's incredible. His he spits for. Yeah, at, at a member guest, Obi, he'll fucking have something on all 180 players that yeah. come through. He'll know what school you went to. He'll know if you got, like, dumped by your girlfriend. He, he knows if you, like, if we fucking turned pucks over and went back in our own net. Yeah. Listen, guy's a stud. So, and he's seen a lot of par three shots. So, was this, are you telling me this is the first one he's ever he, seen go in? He said he's seen over 35,000 shots in par threes when he's up there rapping, being a beauty. He said this first hole one he's ever seen. And his celebration was great. He's like, fire up the bird. We're going to Vegas. And then Justin Thomas is like, yeah, sorry, Tiger. I can't play. I can't play this week now. I'm out of here. I'm heading to Vegas. So it was unbelievable. Uh, I, I had Thomas in the waste management. He's sniffing up. I, I like him at plus 1,600. Is there anyone that you want to maybe tickle there, fella? Yeah, buddy. Listen, we're cheating right now. I got this up right now. I'm, yeah, I'm sitting has, here in Noah's platform right now with my boy Marty. Bo Hosler, bud. The little big canyon guy, Whoa. California kid. He's minus three right now. He's 275 for a top 10 pick. That's not bad. I'm cheating. I'm cheating right now. But my guy is Keegan Bradley for a top five pick. Keeks took the weekend off at the Waste Management Open. He's back at it on the West Coast. Top five pick is plus 750 on DraftKings right now. You got to expect the good Boston kids enjoying LA right now and all that it has to offer. And I just think when it comes to when it comes to playing like around Tiger, Keegan's a guy that likes to step it up. You know, he wears his Air Jordans, and uh, it, it means a lot. He comes around and he he steps up in uh, in the spotlight. So he's my pick for a top five pick. Good DraftKings guy too, Rainmakers. Keegan Bradley, Rainmakers, dra- sponsored by DraftKings. Way to keep it in the company, fella. I like that about you. <laughs> hey, listen, Riviera looks beautiful. Every time I turn it on, I just hope that I'm going to hear K-Wash like screaming from his patio or something, right? But but I think I saw him on a, he was on a heli ski trip or something. But Riviera looks pure, man. It looks like this morning I was I watching know. it. I got to the pool. It's just pure ups. Let me ask you this, Obes, because you're sitting in the West Coast there. What's the weather going to be like all weekend there? Is it going to get a little wet? Are these guys oh, in for one? It's or? beautiful till Monday. We got rain coming. Oh, Mon- perfect. That's Monday, good. Tuesday, the PJ Wednesday. needs a good weekend of some good weather and some good TV because I. Buddy, that uh, watching last Sunday, that Waste Management Open was something. Yeah, the rib looks awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. When we're done here, I'm going back home to watch Tiger. I mean, Tiger, anytime he tees it up now, it's just it's unbelievable. It's must-see TV, even though he's not the same guy as we all know. It's just seeing greatness out there, you know what I mean? I can't wait to go and watch him take on Riviera. Absolutely, brother. No, it's the best one of the best tournaments going. Uh, we'll be right back. Come on, Justin Thomas and Rory. We'll be right back. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, up dog. We've all been drinking Jägermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jägermeister, they wanted at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jägermeister. 
So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers with ice-cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jägermeister out at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister US. White Plains, New York. Back at Missing Curfew. Welcome back to Missing Curfew. Up dog, it's milk carton time. I actually wanted to fire this on the milk carton uh, on our Wednesday show, but we had so much to cover with the fellow tour and we were giving out Labatt Blues and, and we just had a lot on the agenda. Listen, we talk about tributes, these guys going back to teams. Pierre Ingvall, are you kidding me with a tribute in Toronto? Listen, the kid got an eight-year deal in, in, on the island. Maybe Lou knows something, I don't know. But all they did when he was there was make the first round and lose. That's all they ever did. They just were they were known as couldn't get past the first round. And in my opinion, this guy was one of the reasons why they couldn't get past the first round. He's soft. He didn't bring it come playoff time. I mean, I hate his skating stride. So for this guy to get a, a jumbo a jumbotron tribute, a video tribute, sorry up dog, when he goes back to Toronto, 83 points in four seasons. 83 points. That's on the milk carton. Come on, man. Enough with these videos up, dog. Pierre Engvall, that's Milk Carton City. How many uh, video tributes have you had in your day, bud? You're a fan favorite. How many teams? Seven teams. You battled your ass off. You fought everyone. You fought tough guys. Fuck, you fought Bugard. How many video tributes did you get? Zero. Zero. Me too. <laughs> fucking fan favorites. What a fucking joke. For me, he's A, he's a clock killer. He's soft. Terrible yeah. style, as you said. And just for it, for it to be in Toronto, the mecca of hockey, you, you only you put Wendell Clarks and Doug Gilmore's and Matt Sundin's on the Jumbotron there. You do not put Envol. I don't even yeah. The fact that he got an Envol. eight-year ticket's beyond me. Um, the only thing it makes me that makes me think of is is Puliyarvi going to get a video tribute back in Edmonton when he when he <laughs> skates up there? Because if so. We're going fella tour there. We're bringing the horns, the sirens, and as soon as it goes up on the jumbotron, bud, we're going to just absolutely let him have it. We have to because it's a joke. You can't be just firing video. That's a that's an honorary thing. It's like naming a golf tournament after you or something. It, it's truly a special thing and an honor. Whether you won a cup, a heart trophy, a Vesna trophy, you're a Hall of Fame player, oh. soon to be. How about, can't just be given how about, how about how about how about win a playoff round? Was was the other team yeah. when they beat was the other team when they beat Tampa? I don't oh, think he was. Just, no. It's a joke. And and no. I gotta be honest, I'm a little fired up because I'm drinking my boy Dan's ghost energy right now. And it's just driving me nuts. The fact that this kid was talked about on Twitter. I'm glad he kind of got blown up on Twitter about this. embarrassing doing that. But it's all on the Leafs. He's not the one asking for it. It's on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, that's Let's true. Go. That's true. It's on the organizations. And listen, if Pugliarvi gets a tribute video in Edmonton, A, it will be the <laughs> shortest tribute video in the history of tribute videos. I mean, what are you going to show? All those shows him getting drafted. <laughs> hey, all those shows him getting drafted and it stopped there. Like, just show him, put his jersey on, and then cut it. All right? Like, hey, welcome back, buddy. Welcome back. Um, Uppy, listen, somebody told me that Jonathan Quick doesn't even want a tribute video when he goes back to L.A. And you know what? I love Quickie for so many reasons, and that's just another reason that he doesn't even want it. Probably, A, because he's sour that they traded him. And by the way, could you not? Could L.A. not use Jonathan Quick between the pipes right now? Like, wh yeah. why, why they ever got rid of him? I know he was struggling last year, and then they, they traded him to Vegas, but what he's doing in New York is unbelievable. 
uncle with these tribute videos, man. We don't need it. No one cares. All you're going to do is give me an uppy ammo to come on here and absolutely rip, guys. Just, I'm with you. Enough. Unless you won a cup or you're a Hall of Famer, an all-star, or you did unbelievable stuff in the community, we don't need a fucking tribute video. We need to get the games going. Let's go. Get it over with. Get them going. Get them going. I hear you, bud. All set. Last but not least on the milk carton, we talked up, we touched on Morgan Riley. Five games is too much. Way too, too much. much. He listen, the kid wasn't hurt. You gotta take that into consideration. I I think it should have been maybe one or two games. If if listen, I didn't like I didn't think he should have cross checked him. We talked about what we thought he should have done. But he didn't knock his teeth out. He didn't break his nose. He he didn't do anything. So to me, up dog, milk carton city, five games is too much for Morgan Riley. Yeah, no, and and the appeal, hopefully the appeal, you know, comes into comes into factor. It's like you said, it needs to be an injury take place. Uh, you ask everyone around the league, old school, new school, did they have an issue with the slap shot? Not really. Did they have an issue just with the high cross check? Yes, but it's not five games. Let's just let's be honest. Let these kids play. You're taking money away from these guys. You're taking star players out of the game. He's showing emotion. Would I like him to do it in the first period of a game? Sure. Would I like to initiate <laughs> maybe some physical play like that? That'd be incredible with the Leafs like that. Leafs fans, hell yeah. But listen, let's just let's take it as a grain of salt. He knows he did a, you know, he knows he made a mistake. Move on. Let's play some fucking hockey. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know what? It's I saw Brady on the on the Chicklets cast on on social media today, and like, it's good. To, this is why it's good for players to come on and give their opinion on what they think, right? Because Brady said this this really great guy. He said that's just the type of kid he is. He's like, we were laughing on the bench because we thought it was hilarious. And he's a great guy. So maybe he's just out to lunch a little bit. He's a young kid. He doesn't know any better. He thought, fuck, I'm going to rip this through the net and I'm going to go get drunk in Ottawa tonight with the boys. But for Brady to come on and say that makes me realize, changes my opinion on this kid. Before, I thought this kid was probably some cocky little rookie that needed to get his nose beat off. Maybe he just doesn't know any better. And for Brady to come on up and say that, that's why these platforms that we have nowadays for these guys, use them. And Brady and Maddie are great at it. And, And now for me, I have a different opinion on this kid. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's uh, it, it it's like doing dumb shit, right, on the ice. Like, you laugh. You laugh at all the clips you see Princey put up of oh me. I laugh at all the shit you used to do on the ice. I mean, buddy, you're supposed to have fun out there. And, I mean, look at what uh, – it was our guy from Dallas that missed that empty netter and then Stoli babe threw it up to Hemsky for the – Stefan. Pa- pa- Patrick Stefan. I mean, imagine imagine he did that. Imagine he tried to la- laxy-daisy that puck into the net and he missed it. And then they come back and tie the game. Fucking bury it. Go for it. Have fun. That's, that's a good point. I've never just don't miss the just don't miss the fucking net, all right? Just don't backhand sauce it wide, eh? And then they come the other <laughs> yeah. way. I mean, only fun. I'd like to see him like do it. Like, what would have been worse? Like maybe a, a deke between his legs and then try to roof one. Like that, that would have, I would have buried the guy from behind into the boards had he done that. That would have been worse. He should have just come yeah. in, took a little wrister though. Just fucking like just a nice little saucer in there. Sauce it in there. You don't need to you don't need I to tickle it. tickle the rafters at uh Canadian Tire Center, whatever it's called there in Ottawa. <laughs> but uh, that was the milk carton up, dog. Morgan, get back soon, fella. You're good for the game. The missing curfew. Oh, 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 oh. Dog of the week. Fuck, we've had two. <laughs> we've had, <laughs> dog of the week. We've had two dog of the weeks. Usually we only give out one, but I had to give this guy some love. I'm watching Canucks, Blackhawks. I got the Canucks at minus 275 on the road, which I thought honestly was a bad line. I I, I, I thought it was going to be something like minus 350 against the Bedardless, less Bedardless, Bedardless Blackhawks, Dakota Joshua. He has a Gordiao hat trick. He's got 26 points in 53 games. I love this kid. 
And I knew as soon as Rick Talkett went in there that he would flourish even more because Talks rewards him. Rewards him with more ice time, gives him a bigger role because he plays the right way. He hits, he fights. He's an old-school guy up, dog. And as far as the Canucks can go, Dakota Joshua is going to be a big part up here, and that's why he's our oh, oh, dog of the week fella. Yeah, just to add on that, Obi, when, when teams are good and the Vancouver Canucks are, are exactly that right now, you have everyone chip in, and a guy like him, the coach knows that at some points my top dogs are going to have nights off, and a guy like like Dakota is a guy that steps in and he plays hard. And the like, if if you know, just look if if you know Pedersen or JT Miller's having an off night and they see what this dog's doing, they don't mind fucking sitting on the bench when this guy's carrying the weight. And then Talk doesn't mind putting him out there late in games for that empty netter to maybe get that hat trick cookie or you know what I mean? Like it, it's just giving back. Well, Having good coaches realize those situations is what makes good teams have chemistry and, and everyone kind of like cheering for each other, right? You're not just like, ah, these top dogs had, a, had a, a tough night, but still, like we're down a goal. Put them out there so they get their cookies. Fuck that. Go with the, the character guys. Go with the guys. Give them, give them some confidence because late in the season, those guys are going to be searching for confidence like that. And just like the Edmonton Oilers, you need – secondary scoring you need these guys to contribute come late in the playoffs or you fucking fall short so i love that i love what talks is doing there and that's our do- do- dog of the week oh, oh hey by the way lindholm looks great in the canucks uniform and by the by the way rumor mill phil the phil, phil kessel skated in abbotsford he had he had a mixed bag he had the vegas gold knights bucket on some gloves from i don't know, look like team usa and canucks pants on but um listen i know talks loves phil kessel they've won a cups together in pittsburgh if you talk about Vancouver Uppy, the one thing is they don't have any playoff experience at all in that dressing room, right? If you could bring yeah. Phil in, um, you know, he's great in the room. We saw what he did last year in Vegas. I, I, I think it's a no-brainer for these guys. We'll see We'll see what kind of condition he's in, but I think it's a low-risk, high-reward play for them, eh? Hell yeah. It's just like bringing you or me or fucking, you know, any of the glue guys in, eh? You just stick them in the dressing room. Fuck, you're getting dog days, boys. It's game 50. It's tough. It's tough getting out every night fucking – Sun's not still coming out till 4.30. You know, it's 4.30, 5 o'clock, she's fucking dark. You need energy. Fill the thrill. Put him in there. Lace him up. Fuck, would that be funny watching him skate around? Oh, it, it? it would be great. I think we all deserve to see him still out there. Yeah, I think it would be good for the Canucks, and it would be good for just to hear his interviews when he first came back. And that media in Vancouver, if he does start playing, it would be good content with that. So, up and dog- by the way, Obi, sorry, let me cut you off one more time. Does he not have 900 and some points? Like 992 fucking points? Let's, let's get him to 1,000. Yeah, he's sniffing. He's sniffing. He's right there. He's sniffing. That's it, It's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. I agree. Good point by you. Let's get filled with 1,000 points here. Get this guy, Labatt Blue Up Dog, sponsored by our good friends at Labatt's, fella. Presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together, boys, so you can live life to the power of we always enjoy responsibly labat blue buffalo new york up dog get this guy labat blue thousand games fuck everyone's getting a thousand games nowadays besides me and you brad brad marchant thousand games and listen a lot of these guys that get a thousand games some of them i'm like yeah a thousand games you know how many of them how many of these thousand games did that guy play hard well this fucking guy played all a thousand of them as hard as you can like him love him hate him want to kill him didn't love when he was licking guys' faces back in the day, but he's cleaned that up. COVID scared him off of that. But listen, this guy, Uppy, he's now the captain of the of the Boston Bruins. He plays the right way. I would love to have him on my team. I mean, what can you say about this guy? But congrats to him on 1,000 games, Uppy, the right way. Get this guy, Labatt Blue. 
Yeah, absolutely, Obi. Just to touch, just to follow that up, anyone who's ever played with this kid loves him, wears his heart on his sleeve. What an honor to wear the C for the, for the Boston Bruins. Um, and I remember him coming in the league, just being this little fiery fucking guy. Played hard every night, whether it's fucking at home, on the road, you got the same out of him. So congrats to him on a thousands games. Well-deserved, well-deserved. And I, I guarantee he doesn't mind a Labatt Blue either, by the way. He, he doesn't mind banging them down. I guarantee he doesn't. Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. Who exactly. doesn't? And I'll tell you who deserves a nice Labatt Blue light right here. Connor McDavid. Six points. Six apples versus the Wings the other, the other night. You know what's crazy? Six assists, even strength. He's plus six. Third player since 1996. A lot of sixes to get six apples. <laughs> and by the way, only Gretzky, Lemieux, and Orr got there faster to 600 points. Connor McDavid just did it in 1,616 games, boys. It's impressive. Um, listen, crystal ball out, Obi. Do you see this guy winning the Art Ross? He's got 33 games left, and he's 13 points behind Nikita Kucherov. Does he do it? If you're asking me, I think he does, fella. Fucking sixes are wild. They up dog. There's a lot of sixes. Sixes are wild. <laughs> sixes and it's, are, uh, I, I took a double. Yeah, yeah sixes. Yeah. It looks like your scorecard out yeah, there. Yeah, no kidding. Give me a six. I had a six there, boys. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, grab me a dog at the turn, too. Uh, listen, what McDavid right now, and shout out to Louis DeBrusque. I was watching the game there, and they call a great game. And great game. He had five apples, and there was about six minutes left in the game, and, and Louis goes, I don't think he's done just yet. And I said, Louis, has got five apples. Sure enough, next shift comes in. McDavid, Spinorama, back cheese to whoever, tap in for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I'm going to say he doesn't catch my boy Nathan McKinnon because I took Nate to win the heart. And for him to win the heart, I do believe he's going to win the Art Ross as well. What did you say? He's 13 points back? 33 games left. He's 13 points back. Only Kucherov uh, and McKinnon. McKinnon are ahead of him. Well, if he keeps getting six points a fucking night, he's going to catch him. But I, I, I do believe that Nate McKinnon has been the most consistent player. Kucherov's been great too. But I, I, I'm just leaning for Nate with Landis Cog being out all year again. The race is on ups. The race is on. If anyone can do it, it's McJesus up there. But for for my wallet, I hope he doesn't. Uh, sticking with the Avs, I wanted to give some love to uh, Terry Letkinen. Came back from a broken neck. I, I mean, I was watching the game when he went in there. Scary, scary stuff. Four points against the Washington Capitals the other night, uh, which made me some money. But listen, this kid is very important to this hockey club. I don't know what's going on with Landis Cog. I hope he's back for playoffs, but he probably won't be. They need this Lekkinen to be a big-time player, which he is. So get that guy in the bat blue because he's back and he's absolutely humming. And then last but not least, Matty Kachuk. A guy who I know loves the Bat Blues. People at the start of the year. And shout out to Paul Maurice because Paul Maurice stuck up for him about 25 games in the season when Chucky wasn't going. The guy was injured all summer. He had his goddamn arm in a sling. I, I, I said to people on, on, on social media, give this kid time. Don't worry. He's going to be there. The Panthers are, are playing good without him scoring. Well, now he's on fire. He's got 59 points in 53 games. Get this guy the Bat Blue. Matty Kachuk, the Florida Panthers up, dog. I put some money on him again last night to win the Eastern Conference at plus 500. They're humming, and Matty is just getting going. You're absolutely right. You talk about injuries, buddy. I was with him at the NHL Awards last year in Nashville, and this is, you know, this is the beginning of July, right? He just gets off his run. Buddy, he couldn't even put the Labatt blue light in his goddamn hand he had to sling on. But he still was sl slinging him back. But this guy fucking, you know, his SC joint breaks his sternum comes back of course he's gonna have a slow start I know. Okay, the, all those guys monitor they're or, uh, montour they're all it took him a little bit to get back but to your you know to your offense obi 
Uh, you picked these guys late, you know, mid to last season. You were like, heads up for these guys. You, you know, you you bet Jackie Abala Camus on it. Ah, they pulled open. through for you. Paul Maurice knows how to get these guys going. And then you know what it's like getting off that bird, jumping in the nice car, eh? Fucking everyone's freezing their balls off. Florida Panthers, heads up. They got that new practice rink. All the boys are showing up in their golf cart. These guys are ready to fucking rock and roll. And it's this time of year where they're all getting healthy again and they're all getting excited to play. And watching them last night, I mean, they manhandled the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yeah. It was a shit show. I mean, they could have scored fucking 10 goals if they wanted to. But um, I like the way they're playing. It's a good bet by you, good future bet. And, uh, you know, they'll be a fun team to watch down the stretch. They play physical, hard, and they can fucking score. Yeah. I took about the start of the year to win the Stanley Cup just because I love Chucky, too. And I got to be honest, deep down, I probably didn't believe it in my gut because I thought they were going to get off to a, a worse start than they did. And I knew Chucky was coming off an injury. They're better. Their fourth line's better. Their back end's better. Bobrovsky is playing like he did in the playoffs right now. And my boy, my boy, Brandon Montour, back up the Brinks truck. They're going to be Heads back. Up. They're going to be backing it up to Monty's place this year on July 1. I hope he stays in Florida because I think it's a great fit for him. But also, you got to fucking get paid when you can. And they're going to back up the Brinks truck for him. And I love about Chucky last night at TNT. He's like, first, ten, first period, we didn't even care if there's a puck out there. We just went out there and tried to be physical and, and, and get on them. I'm like, that. that I, I almost started crying up. I was like, oh, it's, so, it's just hockey, right? Yeah, Physicality. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And just, just to follow that up, they're going to have to call my boy Jesse from Heavy Metals up at Edmonton to get a dump truck, one of his big fucking dump trucks, because Sam Reinhardt's going to pull some fucking yeah. cash in too. Yeah. Between those two boys, they might fucking steal the whole fucking thunder of the NHL this summer. And yeah. by rights, they deserve to. I mean, Sam Reinhart, 39 goals. Second in the league in scoring right now for, for goals. Chasing fucking Austin Matthews. It's impressive. So between those two guys, man, and no taxes in Florida, heads up. They'll yeah. be spending it. They'll yeah. be spending it. I, I don't know if Monty's going to reach out for, to me for advice. But if he does, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'd say take a little less, fella, to stay right where you are. Stay right where you are with that nice golf cart with Chucky and the boys. You know, don't be going somewhere where, you know, it's, they got such a good thing going down there. But it's hard when you when you hear that beep, 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 the brakes truck backing up. It's hard to it's hard to wave it off. Eh? It's hard to wave it off. So, uh, up dog, that was great. Get these boys in the bat. Blue, oh, big news here. I'm missing curfew. On this day, I'll let you take it from here. On this day in 2007, Bala. Oh, it was a sad day, fell. It was a sad day. 2007, I got a call in St. Louis. I was out for dinner with the boys. I got fucking traded. The only thing I said to the guys, I said, well, where to? You guys figured it out before me. Where am I going? They said, Philadelphia. I was like, fuck. And I go, for who? They go, Forsberg. I go, well, that's fucking cool. I go, have fun with that guy. He's my, one of my favorite players growing up. <laughs> um, but the coolest thing about this day, Obes, was my friends at the Tin Roof, Bizzle, Wes, Little Rage, I had a ton of good friends at the fucking bar of the Tin Roof in Nashville. They all had me in that afternoon. They had a fucking big sign that said, from this day forward, February 15th will forever be known as Scotty Upshaw Day. Um, so shout out to them. And then Princey did a fucking great clip on Missing Curve on our social today. I laughed. I think you laughed too. But um, listen, sad day. But I, I tip my cap because had I never got traded to Philly Obes, I would have never became the updog that I was. Philly was a fucking great place to play. And I met a lot of fucking beauties there. I got to play with my boy Lupul, uh, and then Richie Carts Hearts, like fucking oh, good dudes fucking there. So all beauty. I had a blast, but it's always a touching uh, day after Valentine's Day, my friend, for me. Let me ask you this: what, what, uh, how, how fucking old did David Poyle think Forsberg was? Look at what he gave up for him. <laughs> Upshaw, parent, a first rounder, and a third rounder. For 
Forsberg had one ankle then, didn't he? Like, what? I mean, he sure did. Oh, I'd like you to just keep it to just me. I, I just like to say he got traded for the updog. Hey, this well, make it sound a little better. Don't don't say all the the mixed bag of peas well, that we threw in there. Well, you were you were the you were the headliner as it comes to National Leaguers. I got traded for Ryan Parent too when I got traded to Nashville. I think. Um, I, I'm just saying. Listen, I love Peter Forsberg and he's a legend, but I'm saying the Philadelphia Flyers won that trade fucking hands down. It's not even close. Sorry, Dave. I hate to I hate to tell you, but that's I mean, look at you, you had, well, a, you yeah, had no. 64 points, you had 134 games and you had 7 points in 17 playoff games. That's more than Forsberg had for the Predators. I guarantee you that. I guarantee And I'll you tell you why. I'll tell you why they won that trade. It was because that summer they traded Ryan they traded the first round pick back to Nashville for fucking Scott Hartnell and Kimo Timonen, which we both signed long-term deals. And those guys became franchise players, both fucking Hall of Famers in their own fucking right. And uh, that trade goes down as one of Paul Holmgren's, I think, ultimate trades for the Philadelphia Flyers. 100%. So happy Scotty Upshaw Day. If I was in Nashville, I'd go to the tin roof right now and just get pinned for you. But uh, DraftKings, baby, updog. Lock of the night presented by DraftKings. Stay tuned because you'll hear more about DraftKings and all it has to offer throughout the show. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Fala. Uh, first of all, with Top Titty, it is back this week. The DK team took it off last week because it was Super Bowl week, which is understood. So Top Titty's back. Get in there. A thousand American dollars up for grabs. First place gets a sick tea, buttery tea, and a nice missing curfew hat. Uh, lock of the night up, dog. Listen, I've lost three straight. I've lost three fucking straight. I'm eight and five. You lost last week as well. Your first loss in forever. You are eight and three. I'm going first, fella, because I've lost three straight. Sorry, I'm taking the Toronto Maple Leafs at home against the fucking Anaheim Ducks. It's going to be minus 400 or something. I don't care. I need a win. I'm taking the buds. I love it, buddy. I love it. Listen, my lock is a team that lately I've been watching these guys play. They play hard. Their power play's clicking. And heads up if they get in the playoffs. The Minnesota Wild at home Saturday night versus the Buffalo Sabres. Expect them to fucking just pour it on. Expect so, it. Lock of the night, fellas. Expect the unexpected expect, from the Minnesota Wild. Listen, the Minnesota Wild, not the, not the sexiest brand of hockey, but if they get in, I mean, they're grindy. They're grindy. They play a grindy, grindy brand. So, up dog, that's unbelievable. We got unbelievable guests coming up right now. We got the Heat Daddy and the Swish live. From the sports book at TPC Scottsdale. Fellas, enjoy. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to music festivals. Everything is better with the bat blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some of the bat blue lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. This one, these guys are absolute beauties. Up dog, my man, the fella tour continues, and there's no bigger two beauty fellas in the league right now than the Heat Daddy and our boy Jordan Smoltz from Hockey Night in Scottsdale and Heat Daddy from Wet Jeans, fellas. First of all, big fan. Thanks for joining us. I mean, that you, boys. is next level. And everything you do is next level. So thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having us. This is unbelievable. Great setup in here. Uh, I already saw a couple of checks. I'm going to DM later. So uh, they're not probably not going to answer. But, yeah, thanks for having us, boys. How are the DMs going nowadays? Because, listen, all mine are, are, are just dudes that listen to Mr. Curfew, which I love you, boys. But it's a little different than when I was in the National. I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know what? It goes by country. Canada, 
amazing. The chicks are just so horny. Uh, to quote Will <laughs> Ferrell, it's almost unfair. Uh, so when I'm in Canada, it's awesome. States, not so much. A lot of dudes. Uh, but that's all right, you know. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's uh, it's going good. Uh, Is that what brought you guys up to Calgary and launched your little uh, your stampede tour there in Calgary at the oh, Cowboys? Yeah. By the way, how was how was the event in Cowboys? Princey, Princey said it was, it was rock star. But was it the babes that brought you up there, or was it the hot? That's why I make the list, because he just jumped to number 10 on the list. (laughs) 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 One to 10, eh? Throw it right out the book, eh? talking about Canadian chicks here, eh? That's why I used to go over the rundown when he's going to talk about it. I mean, you always do your pre-scout as a good man, especially an unrestricted free agent off the ice. You know that up, dog, right? So (laughs) we kind of had that, you know, banked with a a bottle service girl from back in the day, you know, being a healthy scratch with you with the St. Louis Blues. So a nice girl, good set of jammers. We were able to come to kind of a conclusion of a deal that worked for both sides. And, yeah, I mean, it's always (laughs) enticing when you can walk in there, Canadian women, draft beer like a kokanee, and just kind of entertain people and especially the good people of Western Canada. Do you guys automatically get a passport when you come up there? Like, I feel like you guys are inaugural, both Canadians now. Yeah, I think we should fuck. We should be at least duels, right? I mean, come on. We throw both. (laughs) Fuck hard and throw both. What are you talking about? Come on now. I don't know if you want to be dual. I don't know if you want a Canadian passport right now, boys. Maybe just sit tight. Let's see how she plays yeah, just keep it up the wall, USA, baby. But seriously, now the updog got us the Cowboys. You guys had a great turnout. Uh, Princey, our social guy, was there. The boys up there were loving you. How was that live yeah. show? Because was, we haven't really done a live show yet. We're starting to think about maybe doing it at the Rocks. Dude. You guys are invited oh for my playoffs. gosh. How the hell are How you? are those live shows? You guys seem like they're, it's natural. They're fucking right? unbelievable, though. I mean, it's the same high that I got with a little bit of, of playing hockey, right? In playing terms on the of power play. Playing on the power play. You're up there at the top of the key. You're pumpernickeling it. You're, at the, you know, you're looking over your options. You're kind of scouting out the crowd. Maybe they don't want to hear much about your hockey talk. Maybe they want your one-liners about a nice set of tits or whatever you're talking about. So for me and the Heat Daddy, it's basically improv comedy with a little hockey talk sprinkled in and man there's no better feeling we've only done three shows you know so far but it, it's been a blast and yeah. you could touch on it too brother no yeah it's good. Uh, yeah, yeah thanks buddy i'll slide that tape to yeah. tape over there for yeah, you fella don't like, look. i'm not gonna lie a little bit nerve-wracking at first i've never performed in front of anybody or been on like a stage uh besides in my parents divorce court there was actually i was on the stand so there was a bit of people i had to perform for there um i was lying on behalf of my dad <laughs> that's a whole other different story but anyway uh once you get up there you kind of like like you see the crowd enjoying it yeah. and it just changes things like you see how much people like it and it gives you that confidence to to keep running your mouth but yeah it's been great the the crowd is up there unbelievable um they they were so rowdy a guy had one arm the one arm uh, bandit saw that they embraced it i was calling him the one yeah, arm bandit yeah it. what, what hand guy. does he jerk off with i think I think, uh, yeah, probably the one. Depends what he does. I mean, maybe one night he probably tries with the. <laughs> he was, he only here. throws right, but you should have seen this jab he had with that thing. I mean, it was coming over the top. Yeah. Like, if you wouldn't want to fight that Wasn't guy. Wasn't he doing some singing or something, too? Yeah, he was singing yeah. a little Randy Hauser, let me show you how country feels. Yeah. So, I mean, he he's a guy that was uh, front row and center. Rocking all like a Leonard Skinner concert, just three sheets to the wind. Yeah, but talk talk to me about the the, the pregame because I saw a video on your social where this guy came out and looked like a straight up WWE yeah. superstar. Like he just came out, he had that look on his face. You were coming out, talk about getting pumped. How many drinks before was there a pregame? You seem like you might be the raw raw guy. How how did it go before you guys went out there? To, yeah, to snap it around. I, I like to set the mood obes with a, a lot of old school tunes. It's kind of ACDC, a little CCR. Let's get the boys, you know, 
dialed in. Let's get us engaged. Princey can attest to this. We had the tunes going. Drinks, obes. I, I honestly kind of overshot it that night. I was a little drunker than I wanted to be up there. I probably <laughs> had four to six triples of uh, a little tequila, and that's straight 87 on leaded, as you know, just pure gasoline. Yeah. So I was going up there a little more sautéed than I would like to have been. Sauteed. But, you know, what? I found the pocket. And once we found the pocket, Gooch, I mean, you were walking out of it like a prize fighter. I was kind of, you know, on your you tail end. Let's go, fellas. Let's go, like, yeah. kind of like the rah-rah guy in the room. It was, it was crazy. We had a green room, which I didn't know we were getting. And then in the green room, there was a couple of bottle girls. And, like, you're just staring at these absolute just balconies. Oh, and, like, girls, it kind of yeah. gets you, like, we oh, I need a drink. There. I need a drink. Shout out to Cowboys. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't – I same same boat, a little bit too drunk, but that's kind of, you know, everything for me. So, um, but, yeah, it went good. Uh, kind of just get loose and, and let it rip, yeah. Ever tell you my Cowboy Girl story about Seldom? No. So we go out first period. The Flames were shit that year. So we go in the first period. We get up two Cobb right away. So it's first or second TV time. Oh, and it was retro jersey night. This girl on a Theo Fleury jersey on. Blonde, big hammers, ice girl. I was getting the Cowboys there. So I go over the TV timeout and I say, hey, you going to Cowboys later tonight? She said, yeah, I'll meet you there. So I come back and AV's like, oh, we keep your fucking head in the game. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, coach. Sure enough, fucking again, like gets two. We're down 4 2 and in the third. I'm like, if the Twinks don't do something special here, not only am I not going to, you know, get to meet up with Theo Fleury after the game, I'm going to be in trouble, like maybe sitting out next game. Sedin's 2 and 1 each in the third, beat him 5 3 with an empty netter. Yeah. I'll put that staff up with, besides maybe oh. here, Old Town, yep. the staff at Cowboys is legit. Yeah, no, de definitely. They're they're nice. They're fun. Great pH balances. Uh, they're unbelievable. So uh, <laughs> I mean, shout out to Cap. I mean, we're we drinking went, alkaline water up there. Was it? Yeah, I don't know what's in the water. I don't know what Fiji water. I mean, we went full Happy Gilmore and signed a pair of tits. It was unbelievable. Oh, you guys. I mean, you, you know what I mean? It was great. It. You know, and actually, one girl that came down to, from Edmonton, God bless her heart. She's like, "Can you sign my tits?" I'm like. Yeah, do you have a Sharpie? She's like, that's what you're for. I'm like, ah, I don't know. So now, maybe now I have to start carrying a Sharpie because 100%. I didn't know we were. it was kind of like that up there. Also. Yeah, well, fuck, you're moving the needle, fella. <laughs> so let's go back. I got, I got, you're moving the pencil. You're moving the, fucking, you're moving the Sharpie pen, bud. I like how you have notes and there's a couple guys talking about pussy. These notes are just to get us back on track, but not, not that we need to. But I want to go back, uh, Schmoltzy, to you played with the updog. Yep. I didn't even know this till Uppy told me in Toronto, and then you came out with that video that you guys did. Um Talk about your, your short time or your time with the Updog. Yeah, world. what do you got? What do you, yeah, got? What do you I remember, mean, the, bud? The Updog, he was unbelievable. Such a long like, time. It was six, seven years ago. I just remember, Obes, with my cup of joe there, I was always like a seventh defenseman. So I was probably on roster for, I don't know, more or less 100 games, played 42-odd games, all being with the Updog. But I just remember my second year pro when I got the call up from the jungle over from the Chicago Wolves, and I got called up in the first road trip. Not a trip. bad place to play in the jungle. No, not too bad. I mean, you got Hefe down low in, in Ripper North over there. Yeah. But going back to uh, my first <laughs> call up over here, <laughs> I get called up. My first call up is in right here in Arizona. So we go over to the Gila River. You stay at that, used to stay at that Renaissance Door right over there, and it was going to be a go night after the game. We were staying in the desert for like three or four days after just because we had a time in between the road trips. And somehow this guy, Updog, <laughs> convinces Doug Armstrong, the GM, say he tells him to say, okay, if we win this game tonight, and I'm hearing this, like, all in the locker room, like, through the boys of the grapevine. Like, Updog wasn't wearing a leather, but he was the player's captain. So I'm hearing this through the grapevine. Updog's like, if we win this game tonight, boys, bring a change of clothes, your gitch <laughs> to the rink, because I got a party bus picking us up on the loading dock of the bus ramp, and if we win this game, you're going to change in your go-night clothes, you're going to leave all your suit, your half-wins, you're going to leave that for the trainers, they'll pick it up, bring it back to the hotel, and we're going to go right to Sushi Roku, and Updog had the whole spread at Sushi Roku right at the W there we had it we dusted it off we you know spicy tuna crispy rice we had the salmon <laughs> avocado we ate it like in 
four minutes. Updog had the beers on the table and then right to the DJ booth at Bottle Blonde. I mean, it was like the <laughs> quickest thing I've ever seen. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, holy fuck, what who league? is this guy? He played 12 minutes tonight, but he's the biggest rock star on the team. <laughs> this is fucking Mick Jagger over here. Who are we dealing with? It was unbelievable. You said he's like, he comes in, he's peacocking. Oh, he's, 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 he's coming in he's like this. 12 minutes. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that was a special night. It was our boy Bob Tuzo. Yes. It was Robert yep. Bertuzzo's birthday. It might have been his 30th birthday. Yep. No, no, no. We're, we're aging him. He's silly. It might have been his 30th birthday. No, it was a special one, though. And I remember I had the fucking Bertuzzo heads already cut out, yes. the cardboard heads for all the waitresses that had them. Uh, <laughs> Bertuzzo birthday. Uh, and I made sure that this, the thing about hockey is when you leave a game, you have between that time you take your fucking gear off until the last call in the club. Right. And when you have to travel from Glendale here in Scottsdale all the way into Old Town, it needs to be, time is of oh, the essence. Gotta here. be crispy, Rob. So I had fucking, you're right, sushi all laid out. Boys, don't eat much because we're gonna be <laughs> fucking rolling around fucking bottle blonde here shortly. So let's just get in there. I had the table packed, stockpiled, you, mind you, you not had, with booze. You had the pond already stocked when we there, got there, yes. too. <laughs> oh, my. So, Speaking of bottle blondes. I, learned, I wow. learned that at a young age. Me yeah. and Oves, we did. And that's yeah. why our summers, the three horsemen, me, him, and Loops, whether it's in Hollywood or we're going to Lollapalooza or we're fucking taking a crew to Bonnaroo, we just knew how to do it. Yep. And then in the season, you only have a certain amount of green lights. Yep. Yeah. And you don't want to be known as the guy that's going out on, like, yellow or red lights. Right, yeah. You know? But so fucking, I'm yeah. glad you remember that yeah. because now... The young kids out there listening to this are yep. going to be like, oh, that's what the green light, that's what you got to no, do with a green light. And, and that's smart about you, Updog. Like, there, there isn't many green lights, and when they are, the coaches should embrace it. Because if you give me, if you would have gave me that green light during the season, then I wouldn't have taken advantage of that yellow flashing light. Yep. But if you don't give me my green when it's go right. time, then I'm going to take advantage of that flashing light. Because you're not giving me my chance yeah. to let go. Right. Yep. So that's a good point by him. Coaches, when it's a green light, and you, especially when you win, let the boys go. Like, yeah. Don't even hold back. Get out there and have a time. Yeah. Updog was always a give me the green or I'm running the red type yeah. of guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, was, no, I know. But that <laughs> was kind of, yeah, I didn't want to see how you read about that. Totally. And I did <laughs> run a few reds. Yeah, you did. But that <laughs> night, too, you had the, you're like, all right, I'm going to go back to the hotel. You're like, nah, nah, fella. I got the player suite at the W. We're going back <laughs> totally, here to yeah. keep this thing going. Oh, it was yeah. unbelievable. See, so that was my go to. Yeah. I always, you know, you stay in so many uh, shitty hotels, and then, you know, you stay in way more shitty ones than you do good ones. I always made sure that if I knew I was in a shitty one, I would have a great room at the good one because that's where the after party would be. There's no one coming in yeah. late night. You can kind of do what yeah. you want to do. Uh, and, and Well, there's people coming in late night, but the just people not, you want. The <laughs> people you want. <laughs> yeah. Just no GMs or media. The people you want. Just yeah. no Hitchcock walking no. through the door. Yeah. Well, you, you, I mean, you were NHL to a T. Yeah, oh, you really yeah. were. There's no one you more nationally yeah. being the updog. All time. Let's not get on the updog because this whole podcast will be about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get back into that, what you guys are doing, you're killing it. Let's talk about a guy who meant a lot to me and that you just told me before he came on, uh, Troy G. Ward. Yep. Just to give you the background, I went down. After 10 years in the show, Bob Hartley, he took the love of the game right away from me, boys. And I went down to Abbotsford, and Troy G. Ward was a coach. Yep. And uh, he made the game fun for me again. And I love Wardo. I just I was talking to him recently, so he means a lot to you as well. Yeah, Wardo is a guy dating back to, Obes, I would say, the age of 8 to, to 20. He was really big, involved in my game, and even my brother's game. He was a guy that, when he was coaching at the University of Wisconsin, even when he would come back when he was coaching pro, we'd skate every morning with Wardo, twice, three times a week at 5 a.m. And he would purposely have, I just remember with Wardo, he would never have the Zamboni guy dust off a fresh sheet. He'd be like, boys, if you can't play on a dirty sheet, your fucking mitts don't deserve the National League. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was always around guys like Kovalev and those Pittsburgh teams with, you know, Scotty Bowman. All those guys he grew up around 
really good players with Yager. So he brought all those skills to us at a young age. And I just remember Wardo, like, if you can't catch a backhand pass, you're never going to play in the National Dude, League. Dude, I just broke that You know that what I mean? Down. Like, you got to have a heavy fucking bottom hand. And all these cool he little things. He loves that heavy bottom hand. Yeah, toe yeah. caps. You ever say toe caps? Yeah. Toe, toe caps. So toe, toe caps. Toe caps. I'm like, fuck, what are you right? And what do you ever tell you? Like, eyeballs and assholes. Oh, yeah. If you see eyeballs, slow down. Blow some snow. If you see assholes, fucking run that guy through the wall. Yeah. So one of the things he would teach me about defense. So true, dude. He was a guy that even when I was playing to up until a year ago, I would go to his place just on the other side of, of Minnesota. You know, I'm from Wisconsin, and we would watch film in his in his man cave. And he's a guy that, you know, probably the biggest influence on my hockey career, and I, I stay close to that guy because yeah, he's all time. That's awesome. And I, I hated watching film unless with Wardle. Wardle yeah. made it fun. Yep. I, I liked Wardle right when I met him. <laughs> First couple of practices, he's like, I like when you go to your backhand. I said, what? <laughs> I've been 10 years and no one told me that. He said, I said, you like when I go to my yeah. backhand? He's like, yeah, you got to go to your backhand. Like, yeah. You're my type of coach, buddy, here. Yeah. Like, well, let's get her going. Yeah. Like, you're like me, Obes. You don't like video because it's always about you. Yeah, like, oh. yeah. So then I went to Not play it. for Wardo in Austria. And when I got to the rink, boys, before I even go in and see the boys, I go right into Warner's coach's room, sit in there with him and catch up with them and then go meet the boys. So uh, he, he's a beauty. He's doing well now. He's at Minnesota State. So I'll, yep. I'll tell him you said what's up. Yep. But Friend of the show. Back to you two beauties. How did you guys meet? How did this all come together? Like, what, what did, was it? You just said you retired a year ago? Yep. Yeah, yeah last so. year. I played in Switzerland last year. Okay. So. Yeah, this is my first That's year Spangy? Did you get a Spangy in there? No, I'm in a U.S. guy. I know, right? but yeah. like, did they not pick you up? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, no. I was because uh, the Swiss teams can pick up a couple. Yeah, they guys. can. Yeah, yeah. I took my bender and just kind of hung out. Yeah, yeah smart. Yeah. What'd you do? Much Let me ask you. This is the, while we're on it in Switzerland, what'd you do on like a on those two breaks? Well, the the over Christmas up dog. My parents and my sister came over. We went to we took the high speed rail right in because I was playing in Cloton, just outside of Zurich, ten minutes yeah. outside the city, and we took the high speed train over to Paris, and it was unbelievable. We did like five or six days there, but. My getaway spot, you know, just in case I wanted to go for a solo mission or go post up somewhere, <laughs> I would go full Clooney. I'd go down to Lake Como. It's about a two-hour <laughs> train. Yeah, no, right or I would go into the capital, the fashion capital. Lugano. Yeah, right or there. the fashion capital of the world in Milan. And I did a couple solo missions there. Went to San Ceros, watched a couple uh, – Football games, soccer games over there. So what a city that is, boys. Talking about trim. Oh, my God. Yeah, buddy. Get over there if you can, if you're unrestricted, folks. <laughs> go, see oh the, my God. go see the Domo there? Yeah, the yeah. Church. Go see whatever. Buddy, go I, see a set, whatever it is. Talk or about even solo mission. That's a good place. I could have used you there when I was Yeah, there. you could have. Yeah, a Foxhole guy. You need a guy. Right? Yeah, you, you need, need a guy. I didn't Did you have, have a guy? No, I didn't. So that's why I was going solo, because I didn't have a guy that could play at my pace. I hear That's no disrespect, but I just I had to take matters in my own hands and play my own game, which is up the wall. <laughs> okay, so getting nothing back, wrong, re 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 rewinding the to the whole thing before we got off topic. You two, you two, yes. absolute beauties. Is Scottsdale big enough for the two of you? Yeah, I, uh, you, you like to think. They're gonna find out. You like to think, yeah. but uh, no, I think the reason why we we ultimately met. I mean, I used to DM this guy back in the day when I was playing junior, and Heat Daddy, you can attest to this. This was kind of when you were getting that account going in terms of the Heat Daddy and what it is now. But dating back to like 2010, 2011, I just thought this guy's tweets were fucking hilarious, and we would kind of go back and forth. We had never really met each other, and then I moved down here in 2019, and that's really when we started kind of maybe seeing each other out. But really, yeah. when we took this thing to a next level, was kind of probably this summer. We're like. Let's just fucking go Manning cast from the couch and see where this thing goes. I had a uh, famously had under a one GPA at Arizona State for a little while. It was a point nine two. Um, so my resume is not great. Uh, so, yeah, I pretty much had my backs against the wall. I had to take whatever I'm doing to the next level. And, uh, thank, you know, you're kind of in the same lane in the hockey space. So I think we actually <laughs> met at Boondocks. Yeah, we met at Boondocks, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doing Jaeger uh, till failure. Yep, yeah, <laughs> trying to Jaeger. Like, I, no one, I don't know if you guys know, but no disrespect, but people don't want to drink you. I keep drinking it. Like, I'm keeping it alive here. Like, email me. 
Um, I'm, Yo, cheap. Got, I'm cheap. We got a hookup for yeah, you. We got we a guy. Might, we might be able to help you out with that. We're about to do a, a little thing with Jagger. They want to do some. We'll bring you guys in. We'll bring you in. You'll be part of it. Sweet. All right. So yeah, I think it was at Boondocks, and then we started like kind of. We had the same vision, like to you know just have fun with this shit and. Uh, at the same time, he has the hockey credential. He played in the league for a little bit, so it's like I have the you know the kind of autistic side of things, um, and I handle that. And yeah, yeah, just just bring. So like I love a, what you guys are doing. Yeah, I love just it. bring like an X-rated kind of uncut but real approach to the game, yeah. and I think there's a space for that. So I agree. we've been rolling for it. And I love the reps you guys are getting in. Yeah, you guys are doing exactly. it all. And that's what you got to keep yeah. doing, and that's how you're going to continue to grow like you are. But the hockey night in Scottsdale, when you guys are sitting front row and you got the tied fucking NASCAR jacket on, and you got your <laughs> first of all. How do they let? Yeah, in? who's biking? <laughs> who's biking you up? Where's the camera? What can, can you tell us the secret? What's going on there? Yeah, so I mean, Heat Daddy, this is kind of his in there. Shout out to a guy named Graham with the Coyotes, is a beauty. But he basically is like, you know, we have this organization. We probably have a lot of negative heat on us, but how can we spice up the game? Probably do something that no other team in the league is doing, and bring on a guy like this. I mean, this is probably the only team right now that would probably bring on a guy like him. Yeah, that <laughs> King shut me down big time. Right. So yeah, I can yeah, tell you. I can tell you when it started. started. Playoffs. Though. Yeah, that's it why. It started. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, boys. It started about 2007 when they let a guy named Paul Bizonette start tweeting and doing the shit he was doing here in Phoenix. And the only reason they let him do it was because no one was coming to our games. Right. And he would fucking start chirping guys, you know, and we know Biz now as as the ultimate master of, yeah, the of his trade. Yeah. Yep. He's the OG. But when I, when I was playing with him here, we would come into the rink sometimes and Doan would look at him and be like, did you really like say this shit to some fan? on? And Biz would be like, yeah, fuck that guy, you know? <laughs> and, and then Tippett would be like, can't say anything to him. I think the ownership likes it because it's actually bringing people to the games. Right yeah. Yeah. now, now, and he's it, not playing anyways. Yeah, he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys worry about the fucking breakout? Don't know what Biz is tweeting about. He's not playing. But if Biz had to play in any other city, if he was still in Pittsburgh, he would not have been able to be Biz nasty. No. And unfortunately, our fucking game needs Biz nasty. Yeah, we need the Heat Daddy. We need fucking sorry, you, the porn star. Away, eh? <laughs> yeah, How do you get the cum stains out of this thing? <laughs> I think it's fucking. This is so you gotta gear down before you do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Take the get you off. Biz is actually Biz is the first guy I ever. Fought. He's the reason I got Twitter actually, because I heard about it. Like I was playing a very horrific level of junior hockey. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was pay to play. Uh, <laughs> put it all on credit, but um, yeah, he was one of the first guys that kind of like opened my eyes to like, oh shit, this guy plays. He's hilarious. Um, speaking of like the helmet and stuff, I actually walked into the owner suite. Uh, of the Coyotes, and I ran into I think uh, Mr. Gutierrez, and I had a helmet on, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like they're gonna be rad. Like, <laughs> they, who's this fucking asshole? But no, they they uh they accepted it, and they were cool about it. They're all about the the content on uh, with us, so that was cool. I thought I was gonna get like thrown out, but um, but yeah. How, how funny was it when we were going to get? We were kind of like gearing up for our little mic'd up session and we peel out of the suite. I got a wig on a NASCAR jacket. First guy I see, Brad Richardson scouts. Like, yeah, yeah. I go, Richie, babe, how we doing, baby? He goes, what the fuck? I go, fella, just playing a character, baby. Yeah, yeah. no, it's a great it's a great character and it's it's pure gold content, but I was like, who's filming though? Who's got them wired yeah. up? And then, yeah. how many days are you going to, I know you like the boots on the ground, as he says, at the mullet, but are you, how many games are you trying? Are you trying to do all the Coyotes home games or whatever you can fit it in or yeah, so work. I think right now we're going to do a couple more mic'd up series, but actually we're in the talks right now of doing like a Manning cast with them. So we're, it's Sweet. similar to like Hockey Night in Scottsdale from our couch, but yeah. actually at the game. So you can have us on the screen as well as the game. So we're working on like the TV rights and different things like that. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but we're well, going with no, it. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Who gives yeah, yeah, and, that's what, <laughs> and that's what we're doing. So, Obes, I think our first game is going to be on the 21st against the Maple Leaf. So we're going to be mic'd up doing different things. I think we'll probably do the first period up top at like the panel, commentate similar to what we do on the couch. 
approach, and then probably the second period will be on the glass. You know, yeah, a little bit of a different I like, look. I like when you're on the glass. And then third, we'll go up again and interview guys. Bullshit. You know, just yeah. you know, keep it between just the be lines. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what makes you guys good. Is you're you. And yep. We need more guys in the game that be themselves. If I got to listen to these guys in Canada anymore talking right. the same answers, I'm gonna. Well, I don't watch it anymore. I turn it off. Right. <laughs> uh, what's Mullet Arena like? We still haven't been in there. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, actually, that's hilarious. Uh, I think like for for the, for the fans, it's actually unbelievable. It, viewing experience you can't see nhl hockey that up and close um obviously they need a new building i think anyone that thinks the organization should move out of here is an idiot uh they're just not familiar with the town um from a fan standpoint great to watch i think it you know they need a building that's what i think yeah i mean there's no there's no bad seat in there boys i mean it's the iconic mullet arena it's like watching (laughs) your favorite band at you know the local hall at the moon bar so it's it's pretty cool but they are definitely like a spirit airline you know seat there it's (laughs) it's tight it's tight tight, fella you know it's not like the it's not like the mgm suite at the old t-mobile oh no riley where i got the no i got two different suites i got burgers i got food i got everything i need there oh you're not sitting at the cabana yeah unless there's some asu seniors there i don't mind if it's tight other than that like uh, need a little bit more space. So you guys both single, or what are we rolling with? You guys got girlfriends? Yeah, I'm free agent. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yep. unrestricted. Yeah. So if we want to throw a party here this weekend, you guys are our go-to guys. Right? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I got broken Boys up with just... over the phone recently. I don't know why. Oh. I'm, a hu- I'm a huge beauty. I can't yeah. imagine why anyone would break up with me. Yeah. 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 Listen, <laughs> yeah. Let me just—I got a beautiful girlfriend that I'm very lucky to have. Mac Miller, and he's married with beautiful kids. But boys, enjoy it. being single yeah. and being boys and being doing yeah. this stuff together. Like that's that's what it's all about. Because. Like I've said, me, him, and Loops in the NHL, we were very lucky. But to do it with each other, you know, in the off seasons, being able to, you know, chase it, being single. So yeah, fucking, no, it's fun, man. Don't we go get on roped the road. in. Don't get roped in. Eh? No, 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 no. Go on the road. Just take a Z pack with us and uh, just <laughs> go from there. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, get that stuff, that thing in the toiletry kit, <laughs> yeah. just in case. Quick oil change. Eh? We used to have to get oh, that. Yeah. Your, buddy's Western like, your buddy's like, hey, can I use that? You're like, absolutely not. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need that. Guy. I need that. Right. <laughs> to Who's your Z pack guy? Right, <laughs> you got a guy? Z pack guy? Right to Jiffy Lou, boys. So, boys, like I said, I'm a huge fan. I got another little skit that you guys do or bit or whatever you want. Dick Sporting Goods. Oh, yeah. First of all, I mean, these people that work there must be like, <laughs> but how do these Dick Sporting Goods things? And parlayed into the batting cages, that whole segment was unbelievable. How, how did this come about, fellas? How did this come about? I mean, honestly, Obes, we were sitting at Moxie's one day, which Moxie's now down here. Shout out to Moxie's. Actually, some pretty good trim there. Yeah, I yeah, bet. But, uh, Moxie's sitting there one day. We were having Irish coffee, sitting around, hanging out. We're like, what the fuck should we do? It's a Sunday. <laughs> Do we want to go into Old Town? Not really. Like, let's go to the batting cages. Okay, so we find a batting cage nearby, and we're like, well, fuck, those bats aren't going to be perfect. So we got to get some batting gloves on us. So we go over yeah, to yeah. Dick Sporting Goods, which is in the same mall over at Fashion Square. And, fella, once you get in that batting section, I mean, you're fucking walking out with everything from double bubble to maybe a pair of pants to some Franklin mitts. Yeah. You start swinging that you Rawlings bat. Going. You got two oh, yeah, bats yeah. over your head. You're fucking Mark McGuire walking into the on-deck circle, and you're half-cocked getting that batting cage. I mean, there's no better feeling. I mean, we walked in, and the, there was a group of kids next to us. I mean, they Choke were – they Choke were and poke, yeah. fella. Choke and poke down the line. I actually pulled a muscle in my back because he actually turned the setting up all the way and put it low and away and I didn't know I thought it was just the tequila so I'm like swinging for this fucking thing the kids next to us are mortified like we're just like like we coming in like 90 miles an hour low and away oh, good luck. I didn't know he did that so yeah we uh, I think I don't think the, the management there one guy was okay the other guy was like you guys about the last time I was walking in with the mullet wig they literally thought it was a freak show yeah. and I was walking over there I was like just let me get this bad yeah. let me the feel ba- it choke and poke oh, Oh, it's hilarious. We actually ended up going place. 
back to Moxie's after that too, which is like all sweaty. Well, the like, day night like, doubleheader, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I'm just thinking if you're taking your kid into Dick's Sporting Goods to get some new baseball gear, and you got these two beauties over there trying stuff <laughs> out, filming it. They're probably like, "What is going on here?" Middle-aged assholes. So who, yeah. who do who do you guys have? This is you know personal, but do you guys you have a couple buddies that film for you guys when you're doing like you're like, "Hey, we got this. We're gonna go get drunk at Moxie's, and then we're gonna go to Dick's, and we need you." Are you guys do you got some local guys, too, or who does all that for you? We got this one guy. He uh, shout out to Pack. He actually operates uh, Secured Sneakers over yeah, there. He has a great kit. He um Always he has a sneakers. yeah he has a little bit of background in uh, videography. I don't know yep. the fucking word, but yeah. uh, he he helps us out. He like, nice. hey boys, you guys want to shoot anything? So we're kind of just winging it right now. We don't have anything permanent, but yep. uh, we're lucky enough to have nice guys like that to like give us their time and and yeah, we that's just how we do it. Yeah, because yeah. you guys are pumping out a lot of content, which I like. They're yeah. sharpening the skates, boys. Without yeah. good sharpened yeah, skates, yeah, yeah. you yeah. go out there, you fucking fall all over the place. So we're on the fellow tour here, which Updog loves getting out on the road. I I do like getting out on the road as well. It hurts me a little bit, but no, another thing I like about you. <laughs> boys as you've been getting on the road yeah right? we talked about cowboys new york city yeah you Ooh. went to do west our boy loophole spot yeah, how was it then you went to that canuck bar how, how was that as a as a little trip for the boys on the road great city i used to have some nights there yeah it was unbelievable the do west as you boys know is a great spot we started our night there and then i think that night i don't know we finished it maybe at the west garden the garden of the west <laughs> yeah. as you know, right? well, hey, get listen, a full body release i, I mean i'm not perfect next, nor are you i used right? to go there the next <laughs> you know, I'm like, come on i really like that place just there was two nfl guys in there that were just and i'm hung they like a light switch so i was just like oh man hey buddy move down I don't even want the shower lady to see right. it. Like, you know, You're I got, fluffing it up. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I know this is pay to play. I'm, they're not there to get impressed, but Jesus, this guy, we got a nose tackle next to yeah, yeah, this guy. Yeah. You know, we can, You're like, where's the where's the field goal kicker? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you in the Pro Bowl? We went, uh, we, we went to this new spot that was called Medusa. It was unbelievable. We struck out there, so we're like, yeah. fuck me. We're licking our wounds. We're like, what do we do? Well, go over to the Garden of the West yeah, and just yeah. get sawed off. The show is good. The old, the old sawed-off shotgun. I'll tell you what, I've walked in there some days hungover, you walk out. You feel like a new man. Oh, you really do. You yeah, feel that, like a new well, man. Oh, yeah, you do. I mean, it's a full-body release. Yeah. I mean, uh, next day, we were absolutely snapping it over at the Canuck, too. You talk about tape to tape. They really, they really, oh, it's a great oh, spot. It's good, yeah. Heard a lot about you. It's a great spot. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. never been because I always go to Due West and get yeah. to Kaluf. You should go there, just especially just to watch a game. It's great. Yeah. And the, the, the memorabilia the is awesome Dennis in there, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah, got great, like, it's all old-school memorabilia. They would love you, boys. Yeah, I would love to go there. Great spot. Uh, shout out to Dennis for having us too. The guy was unbelievable. Uh, just gave anything we needed. Just boys have whatever set up wherever you want to set up. Uh, good crowd was good, uh, yeah. especially for Friday in New York City. Like people are just getting out of work, but uh, people came. The show was uh, was unbelievable. It's uh, you know I keep saying it. But I don't know how else to describe it, but yeah, it was good. What about Cobble? Have your boys ever done Cobble? You seem like Cobble. It's one of the you know what I've been... never done it, man. Yeah. Oh, I've never done it. Get down on the yeah, I, I, get down. I've never done it. Yeah. yeah. I don't, know, I don't know why, but I've, I've never been, man. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, per, it's all right yeah. there. It's all right there. All yeah. the bars are right there. It's just it's a good spot. I was you guys always fit in well. Yeah, yeah. I was always a Miami guy when I would go for a break. So I don't know. Yeah. I got to get maybe the other coast. Yeah, I was the other way. I never went to Miami. Yeah. I went to Miami once. Okay. Let me ask you this, uh, Schmoltz. What's the little bro think of this new uh, character and the new, you know, your, your yeah, post hockey career? What's I mean, even- I, I think he. I've always had it in me. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know. In, in terms little, of, you were a little quiet, though, when you were I was, because that six, place was seven. run like a fucking old-school country totally, club. You know yeah. what I mean? I was scared to say me. anything. Except so, yeah, me. except for you. But I always had that in me, up dog, whatever level I played. I wasn't a good enough player to kind of bring it out to me at the NHL level. Yeah. So, you know, I could always do it, whether it was college or the AHL or even just growing up. So I think he's he's always been around me, and I've always kind of been that center of attention in the locker room, snapping it around. So I think he just laughs, man. It's uh, If anything, uh, he likes it, and he just knows that's just who I am, brother. What do you think of their team? I like their team. 
I mean, I don't know if they're going to get in this year. I hope they do. Yeah. But I, I like their squad. Obviously, Clayton Keller we all love. Lawson Krause I love. Right. The big Tuno O'Brien. I love the way tuna. that guy plays. But they're coming, man. They're, yeah. they're coming along nicely. I think they're they're coming, Obes. And, and I your think, brother's a sniper. Man. Yeah, sniper. And, and Kells is good. And there's Hayden. I think they have some good young yeah. pieces. But at the end of the day, I mean, I love the team. This is no disrespect. When you're shopping a little bit at the Nordstrom Rack in terms of they've only used about $53 million of actual $82 yeah. you know, million in, in their actual cap with a lot of you know money buried on LTIR. So if they can get that thing <laughs> with some legitimate players, I mean, $30 million bucks, dude. Yeah. You get yeah, two legit players. Are they still playing pronger, too? Kessler. Get that suit over here. Voracek, he too. They're, they're paying all these guys. So I think if they can use Boric. that money for actual roster dollars, I mean, they could be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, love, I don't know their coach personally, but he seems to push all the right buttons yeah. for these guys. Yeah. Like we said, they need a new barn, but I, I'm pulling for them. Yeah. I, I hope they get in there. I just want to say also the, the guys on the team, they have such good attitudes about the rink, too. Yeah. Like not one, even off the record, like kind of expect maybe they're like, ah, fuck this shit. But uh, they're, you know, they're just saying, hey, it is what it is right now. Like we're yeah. going to play make the best of it and that's what they're doing so I, they don't have to well, live in winnipeg yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, it is, a, it is and it's, it's a good question for the up dog because i would come in and play in glendale and it was two point night we'd come in and get our points and leave but like what's better like playing in an empty barn or would you rather have played in a smaller bar like because that no, some nights yeah, at glendale was a snooze fest to touch on what you just said heat daddy it's more the opposition kind of coming in although they shouldn't give a fuck either because they don't have to stay in glendale so it's it, you the, the question is 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 there a vision in the near term to fix this problem and if the answer isn't no, then they need to consider an alternate. But the fact is, the truth of the matter is, asking any player, we want to continue to have a team in Scottsdale because For sure. a playoff run here would crush it. Look at Vegas. Yeah. Look at Florida. Uh, but living here in the wintertime, people still come back here. You have, you know, the Dones, Whitney, Taylor Pyatt, fucking, you the have a bunch bear. of, you have a bunch of guys, you know, Biz still lives here. This place is great. It's a, it's a, it's a growing, inspiring city. Look at this waste management open. It's fucking yeah. bonkers. Yeah. You got the car shows. You got Super Bowls. You got fucking yeah. everything. Victoria's I think Biz Secret finally show. bought a house. Eh? Finally, I think he's, he, yeah, I he talked to him. Yeah, he finally yeah. bought a yeah, house. He eh? bought a house. Yeah, it's not done yet, but he uh, he dusted it off. He dusted off the he's MX. Making five bananas a year. He should dust that. Five and a hook. Five and a hook. Five and a hook. Biz nasty. Um, let's talk All Star Weekend, fellas. How was it? The big smoke of Toronto. Thanks for coming to the Shaker, by the way. I was pretty tuned up when I, but I remember seeing you boys. Thanks. How how was your trip up there? It was great. Yeah. I mean, I, I think uh, he goes, you know, we, we like were every other trip. Anybody <laughs> got pinned? We were yeah, uh, yeah. pinned. Anybody? Add one or two. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were trying to line up a, a little bit of a live show, maybe at Parlor, and that kind of fell through. We're like, you know what? We're probably not big enough at this time, anyways, and there's a lot of just outside attention, and we shouldn't be the main focus as is right now. So we, we kind of axed that, and we were just like, fuck it. We'll go boots on the ground. Yeah. We'll see where this goes. And yeah, we had a great time. I think more so just rubbing shoulders with people, Obes, as you know, having a couple cocktails, talking to people. Thank you, beauties, for letting yeah. us come to yeah. your party. I mean, fuck I got to meet one of my uh you know childhood idols and steve levy he was uh he was over there these. and he what a great guy man yeah. i mean just talking to him for even you know 90 seconds or whatever it was it just you could tell he was a, he was good people and yeah so yeah it was, it was fun and yeah we got fucking drunk too yeah yeah leave saw the suit on a tie almost done yeah up, half, yeah. half winter. i said fella we're on the camera you can butt tear down a button he's yeah. like i'm okay here i'm yeah. okay but legend i mean yeah. he's been so good to us he's a legend yeah best was there he's a legend yeah, I mean, we had to stop in the marble, too, right? See per Peter Gertz. Oh, yeah. I mean, my God, man. It's like oh. every other minute he's bringing a Peter bomb. It's like, fella, I can't even fucking see right it's now. Peter bombs are out of control. <laughs> Holy shit. He's out of control. Oh, my God. He, he likes to get on the mic, eh? Oh, he, oh, wants he, a he doesn't hate it, fella. He doesn't oh, hate it. I know, he, he doesn't hate it. it. No. <laughs> I was in there for a half, maybe half hour before we went to another bar. And uh, anyway, I must have heard him on there four or five yep. times. Yep. 
<laughs> yeah. The boys are back. <laughs> the boys are back. Welcome to Marvel. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck. Dude, when I met Gurgis in Vancouver, I got traded there from Tampa, and I was down in Yelltown, didn't know anybody. I was going with Alex Edler until Mike Gillis scared him into getting a girlfriend. And <laughs> Peter Gurgis comes up to me, and he's like, hey, bro, I'm the key to the city. I'm like, yeah, all right, but it's like my third year in the league. I'm like, okay, sure enough. <laughs> so 10 days later, I bump into him. I'm like, okay, fella, you were right. Where are we going tonight? <laughs> but in all seriousness, boys, he, he, he was fighting with his uncle at the time with, with, Glo- with the bar Global. Global, it was called. And he had no money. He opened up a place called 100 Nights. He, he was fucking strapped, man. Like, to see where he's come, it's, it's pretty impressive because there was a couple touch-and-go moments there in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. I was like, fella, you... You know, your credit card hasn't worked in a month. How about the one time? I threw my rookie. He's doing great now. He's flying off first class. Yeah. I threw probably four rookie parties there, but the one time you were there, I'm like, all right, give me, you know, I'm going to give you my credit card, the fine fund. I just, I'm going to come fucking keep control of this thing, though, right? Yep. And sure as shit, it's fucking 1.30 in the morning. He keeps the place open until 4. But I, I grab this thing. I'm like, give me an update. And he's like, this is the number. I go, what? Let me see that receipt. And oh, I, start pulling out this receipt. <laughs> I start pulling out this receipt. I'm like, are you fucking nuts? You handed it to me. You're like, oh, let's take a look at this. I said, we'll worry about that tomorrow. scroll. I'm like, I'm like, Kurt, just get that out of here. We'll yeah, take get that out of here, buddy. Fella. What's God, this girl's yeah. name here? I can see that on my Amex already, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I got the yeah, notification. You know where we live, bud. We're not going anywhere. I knew that was my last rookie party. I was... I only got called up twice that year, a little cup of coffee, as you would say. And I got the, the swing through Eastern Ontario, Toronto, Montreal, which is nice. And then I got the Western swing with the rookie party. And, boys, we were tying our skates the next day in the dressing room. And I go to up, I'm like, hey, fuck, boys, who do you think the drunkest guy at the party was? And up, he's like, O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was. I was a lot lying. lighter than I was dancing on the bar. I got the longo with me. I had a couple of the, it was, I, I left a little earlier than I wanted to, but I had to take care of a little business. Yeah, could, yeah, we yeah. Kept, I yeah. love the boys until, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the yeah, boys until. Yeah. Slide out the old Daryl side yeah, door. Yeah, you know? see you, Bob Dog. Yeah. Where are you going? I go, fella, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, Good effort, yeah. Tell me what I owe. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys, do you guys uh, get out on the ice here? You guys snap oh, around? Are you snapping around? Were you playing the ice then? We did that. I haven't played at all. I haven't been on the ice in probably almost a year now. I mean, we did that one content piece yeah, for yeah. the uh, Coyotes when you got in goal, and I was shooting on you a little bit. But, no, I haven't been out there. I know guys like Jason Demers and some of these beauties, they skate. But, uh, no, Updog, honestly, if I'm getting out there, it's probably on the hardwood. I got my Rasheed Wallace Air Force Ones <laughs> on right now. I'm a mid-range specialist over here, folks. So, yeah, I'm more of a basketball guy. You do like days. the association. I know. Oh, so you do like the association. I love it. Oh, yeah. I'll tell There's you. No Let me league. ask you about that. There's you, no better guys, legal. They, they don't play hard. You think they play hard? Or Why what? would you when you're making 60. Yeah, that's true. I would. <laughs> would you? T- I'd take a day off. I'd take what do you management, mean? too. If your coach or your GM saying nothing to you, why not? It's a, The players run the league. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I don't no, think I it's it. the best product it could be now, but from a player's standpoint, I mean, how do you hate those fits walking in and you're feeling just money? Yeah, no, they, they're, they're yeah. marketing geniuses. Yeah, they are. And they yeah. just, those guys, they run the league. And I don't think hockey should go full to that, but maybe take a little page out of it, right? When Daniel Sprong allegedly, I don't know the whole story, but he hit that guy in the face, I was like, good. That's good for the league. I mean, we need a guy that's down the fucking just sucker so All much. All press is good press. Uh, not, yeah. not, you know, I don't want to see a guy get hurt and suckered, but who knows what happened. There was a little dusk up with a NASCAR guy. I think it's a good storyline for the NHL. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, now he's playing hard in uh, Detroit, right? Yeah, I think, he is playing uh, good in Detroit. So, so, yeah, I think uh, the NHL, like you said, Swish, don't go full NBA. Yep. Um, but uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, excitement. Doesn't yeah, hurt. just maybe take the forward out of the book, right? Yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't we need, need to, to get this. Me and I'll be, we're trying to get the salary cap gone, too. Let's get yeah. a luxury tax in yeah. there so we yep. can get rid of the salary cap. and the, Have the, the owners teams, just start throwing around Yeah, the rich teams can be dicks. the best Why teams not? they want. Yeah. Like yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs right now, they would probably have a Stanley Cup because they wouldn't be on the cap so much. So would the Oilers. The Oilers were, too. 
and then the owner the owner's got to pay the luxury tax like the association like the association baby i yeah, love that yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think yeah i think that's the way to go but Listen, I don't the know. best seat in sports is sitting on the floor for an nba game not unbelievable yeah. Who, yeah. i mean you bring no, you boxing the, front row boxes you think it's better than the wood when you're bringing the tweezers to the game and just in case you get a splinter <laughs> i don't know i mean, <laughs> I mean come on you're sitting there you're like fuck fella yeah. This is pretty mint. I went to Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, and I had like Ooh. a lot of sleds yeah. around. Okay, I was like, oh, this is not bad. right. I've this never done bad. that, so yeah. Bad. But no, the, the NBA on the when you sit on the hardwood, you get appreciation for how big they are, how yes. athletic they are, and stuff like that. Yep. Boys, Last, who, yeah. I, I want to ask you this: yep. Who in the NHL you guys think's doing the most fucking? <laughs> like who who is laying the hammer? In Matt Barzell, I'm gonna say, is doing. Yeah. Who, who do you guys think? You guys got a good pipe? flavor. You got a good flavor for an. Zegers is getting trim in California for sure. I saw yeah, this oh, yeah. new Big girl. Time. She is smoking, smoking. Gotta think Jack Hughes is doing. Jack all right. Hughes is probably laying some pipe. I don't. know. I mean, can a guy like 34, Austin Matthews, get away with it in Canada? I, I'm not sure. I'd Maybe like he's got to gotta have a steady yeah, bullpen like when he's in Canada, but yeah. maybe he gets on the road. I don't know. Maybe a guy like Willie Styles, he's got to be thumping a little bit. He's a friend of the program. Yeah. So, Boys, last but not least, talk about this little weekend we got here. The Wasted Management Open, as, as you boys like to call it. We like to call it that as well. Those T-shirts you got are buttery. Yeah, I brought you some gitch over I there. I appreciate it. Yeah, but this is, this has got to be, this is what a week. It's yeah. Gotta, this is like, this is always the, the highlight of us coming here this week. Yeah, I mean, what a great city to do it in too right i mean i can't imagine we were just talking about this earlier the golfers that i you know i know they got a job to do and you know they're playing for money and all that shit but uh, you gotta <laughs> love coming here and playing in front of a stadium i mean it's unbelievable it's just everyone walking around the sports book here and it feels like every year you come here there's something new there's something better it's only getting better uh what an event i mean what day is tuesday right now yeah, yeah. i mean it's Pace buzzing yourself. already Pace like, yourself. I, yeah um but yeah uh it's such a great event if you haven't never been here get down here it's all week long uh it, you know i uh, i don't know it, you boys live right around here right you guys are yeah, i'm yep. literally a stone's throw away i'm wow. a, a deshambo sawed off cut away so yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm in the neighborhood <laughs> trusted man. Hey, trusted, trusted. Hey, lean into it fella especially just like the i don't know how many people know this just if you've never been here here you don't know this the tents, there's party tents oh, yeah. on the fucking course. It's I mean, that greenskeeper, you don't see a fucking shot of golf down there, but no. there's chicks, ASU girls everywhere. High heels and everything, Obes. It's, yeah, it's yeah, crop just, tops and high hey, heels. Hey, is there oh lots God. of college chicks that come to the mullet for the games or not really? Or I guess my question is, how are the ASU Sun Devil games? Are, are they fun to go to at the mullet? Or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. More yeah, students? they're good. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a bit of a younger crowd. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, get myself in trouble there. here, eh? Fuck yeah, yeah no, man. no, it's all get okay. myself in trouble here. <laughs> yeah. get myself in trouble here, man. Um, Ten, I'll get you twenty ohms, eh? Tell me twenty. <laughs> I wonder. No. If he, I wonder if there's an over under on streakers this week here. Remember that? Did that? Dude, that oh, guy, I saw. Kid, he made yeah. it. He made it from sixteen all the way to eighteen. Yeah, yeah. and then he hung out on the uh, on, on the, the WM out in the. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a guy! What a haircut! Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't see his wrench, but yeah, I was just gonna say, do you take a Seattle? Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been a big wrench because he had the G string. Okay. Like, on. like yeah. you know, he, he needed to take a page out of your book with the velvet pants <laughs> yeah. and, and a little bit, like maybe yeah. half uh, yeah. gummy, half gummy, just yeah. to keep some blood flow there. But yeah, half no, you couldn't you couldn't see much of the wrench. And you yep, think dog you program, baby. I wonder what kind of drugs that guy was on. Yeah, he was all goofed up you? on Mountain Dew. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. I it, love the way I'm talking to you. Is right it now. liquid? <laughs> is it, I love the way you're talking to you right now. It's liquid Mountain Dew, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on one. On one. On one. But I think the cops don't even care, right? Because they're just like you're fucking. They throw him in the clinker. They just toss him out of here. Oh no, you got you got a mugshot. I saw his yeah, mugshot. Get a night. Mugshot. Get a night. Yeah. No, they bring him to, to the tent city. Tent city is where you go. <laughs> you guys ever been in tent city here? No, I've been to jail here, but not. Mugshot. <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, quick story. I, uh, I actually threw up outside of Whiskey Row on Mill, and I got accused of pissing. And I, I was like in handcuffs, and I go, dude, I piss on the ground. I threw up on the ground. Sorry, I actually didn't. 
I go, it's Red Bull and Jägermeister on the ground in their car. We're going to go over there if it's you and you're going to jail. And then they sat me up and they're like, yeah, you're just going anyway. So I got sent so there. You spent the night? Uh, yeah. I, was, I thought I was going to drunk take. I actually went to real jail, dude. I was fucking nervous. I was like biting a hole through my sweatshirt, sitting on the ground. And uh, I got moved out at like five in the morning. You get one phone call. Dude, I had my hands to my waist and my feet too. We're everything. Like, I fucking just murdered somebody. And I get one phone call. I call my mom. Her phone didn't accept collect calls. So I'm like, can I get another one? They're like, no. So then I just had to go back to the cell and wait to plead to the judge. Uh, so, yeah, that was really good. I get my hood points so up how a little many, bit. how many nights were you in there? Uh, it was, like, around, like, 30-something hours. Oh, so okay, it wasn't well. that bad. So you got but to the judge pretty quickly. Yeah, I got around. It was around noon or 1 o'clock. So uh, just it's street cred coming out of there, though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, every you time. Know. Yeah, I do. I do like to brag about that uh, just a little o- bit. OB but <laughs> around here, though, they do. It's you get your own cellar, or do you have to keep your head on a swivel while you're in there? I kept my head on a swivel until, <laughs> until like, 4 in the morning, and then they move you out to a cellmate. Oh. Uh, the guy was great. I saw him right away. He was, <laughs> he was wearing, like, an untucked shirt. So I'm like, all right, this guy's put together a little bit, yeah, so I, I wasn't too nervous. But uh, He's in here for a domestic. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. old lady got a tilt, the shirt, she wanted him to tuck it in, he didn't yeah. tuck it. Fuck, hey, he's in yeah. one. So, uh, but outside the tournament here, it's, like, widely accepted to act like a douchebag, which is cool. I mean, when guys hit hole-in-ones, two years ago, a guy hit a hole-in-one, maybe last year, and everyone's throwing shit on the course. So, they're uh, pretty lenient, which is awesome. Oh, they're yeah. super You'll never see more drunker people than here. Yeah. I've been to Coachella, Bonnaroo with this guy. But anywhere, you'll see the drunkest people coming out of here. It's great, yeah. And the cops are like, just go ahead, boys. Keep on going. <laughs> yeah. Just get the fuck just out don't try to grab their gun. Yeah, other than that, yeah. Yeah, yeah don't well, do that. Yeah. Boys, I could do this all day with you. We love you, boys. Let's uh, let's have a couple here over the next couple of days. I'm going to take it easy tonight. It's yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I like but, that. Uh, starting tomorrow afternoon, <laughs> full and, throttle. And without saying, feel free to call us in in your live show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, keep doing, your, keep doing what you're when doing, When you guys do this hit for the Leafs game, uh, what date is it? Whenever it is? It's uh, the oh, 20, 21st. Uh, February? Yeah, February okay, well, 21st. if we launch so. this before then, you call yeah. us in. Me and Oak, yeah, yeah. we'll jump on with you okay. guys. Okay, perfect. Definitely. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, guys. Fellas. Yeah, this was awesome. I appreciate you, boys. Keep up the good work. My man. Up dog, fella. If you're at the bar, club, or better yet on the golf course, and you look over at the fellas to order something, and they all freeze up. Well, I'd tell them, hey, boys, loosen up. But what would you do, fella? Exactly. Have some confidence, fellas. Or as Jagermeister calls it, confidence. If everyone's struggling, here's what you do. Just order for the table. A round of ice-cold Jagermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, up dog, we've all been drinking Jagermeister wrong. I guess so. And how do you think we should be drinking it? The fellas at Jagermeister, they want it at zero degrees Fahrenheit, Uppy. You know what? Thinking back, oh, when that cart girl comes around the path, Obes, and the boys are thirsty, and you're just wishing, damn, I'd love just a nice cold shot of Jagermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging with friends or at the bar, call the shots, fellas. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jagermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check Jagermeister out at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister US, White Plains, New York.